Hello, listeners. This is James, one of your beloved jerks. Today we are talking about a subject near and dear to my heart, the beautiful haunting performance art ensemble known as Throbbing Gristle, fronted by the enigmatic divine being known as Genesis Peorage. Genesis is going through an uphill battle with leukemia and she can use our help. You can find the link to her GoFundMe page in the episode description to help if you can. We are nothing alone, but together we are infinite. Enjoy the show. open letter to Skippy Peanut Butter. I recently encountered my fifth Skippy Super Chunk experience, where I've bitten down on something very hard. In this sitting alone, I came across three pieces of things that I cannot tell what they are. Are they peanut shells? Are they inner peanuts? Are they bits and pieces of peanuts that were overly roasted and charred into these terrible rocks that are now in between my teeth? Luckily, I'm not one of those heavy chewer types who crunch away with abandon, no regard for fillings, so my teeth didn't shatter. But as of now, my hopes and dreams of delightful encounters with a glorious gift to the pantry, it resides. These illusions have been shattered. A treat now is but a novelty of the past. Thank you for the good time, Skippy, but I bid thee farewell and, and good luck, for I will never be buying Skippy peanut butter again. Welcome to Inside Jerks, where we talk about a lot of stuff that we like inside of our own heads. And guess what? I'm loving peanut butter, but I'm real, I'm real pedoed about this, James. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to Taylor and James. We are here, and so are you. I'm Taylor, and I'm and I'm PO'd, James. Yeah, um, that's unfortunate. Are you going to be peed. a GIF guy now? Are you going Jif? What are you what are you doing? Adams, uh, perhaps? You know, I did try this. At one point I re I I, I tried some uh, you know, all natural peanut butter, some great stuff. But you gotta stir that stuff. There's so much of the peanut oil, right? All the separation. Hey, I'm realizing Hey, now I understand why people don't normally eat natural peanut butter. It's gross. And I lose my appetite when I'm trying to mix it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty all right. Things are cool. Uh, peanut butter, I'm still going to buy Skippy. What am I saying? Can't get away yeah. from that. I mean, it sounds like it worked as advertised. Sounds like yeah. you did get a few super chunks in there. Hey, you're right. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing right off the bat here to get this thing rolling. I found out recently that my dad is a listener of this podcast. To which he 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 asked me, Uh-oh. "Was it all right to be listening to this?" And I said, "Hey, smoke him if you got him." So, what's up, Dad? Hi, Taylor's dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how you doing? How you doing? You what? what are you uh, have you seen anything cool? Have you heard anything cool? Are you drinking anything cool? Are you having a 
eating anything cool? Um, I am drinking something cool. I'm drinking the uh, the Stone Brewing and comedian Jonah Ray collaboration, Notorious P.O.G. <laughs> Uh, it's great. It's uh, passion fruit, orange guava, as you would expect. Oh, and and him being uh, Hawaiian and all. Yeah, it's a uh, Berliner Weiss. It's it's really great. It's it's a very good beer. I'm, that sounds I'm like a pretty rad collaboration. I'm proud of Jonah. Um, but yeah, as far yeah. as things I've watched, I mean, I'm furthering my uh, my viewing of Too Old to Die Young, but we talked about that last episode. Hey, uh, but man, this let me just show, say something real this quick. Show's fucking great. <laughs> you guys have to see this thing. Is is somewhere in the middle of TV and movie, and some it, it's a thirteen hour. Just it's unbelievable. It's great, great, great stuff out there. Yeah, the um, yeah, I wasn't expecting James or Baniac to be in it. Oh and, man, like, man that episode yeah. is so good. That whole scene is one of the most uncomfortable things I've seen in a minute, and it's it's just perfect. It's exactly what's needed. It's, it's, yeah. it's more all these, the realism and it's unnerving quality. I don't know, man. Ugh. Yeah. When, when Miles Teller tells him about his child girlfriend and mm-hmm. he gets excited, it's just like, you're my hero. I laughed so hard. <laughs> so good. The, uh, yeah, there's, there's. I don't want to ruin anything about the, these scenes necessarily, but there are some right. fantastic lines and some very well done, completely stoic. He's, you know, Urbania's got that slight smirk the entire time. It's so weird. Yeah. Hey guys, go and check I, it out. It's on Amazon. Get out there. Yeah, get a Prime account. It's worth it. Give Jeff Bezos more money, please. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm all about. Yeah, I I love supporting billionaires. It's great. Uh, pardon me. I uh, I'm realizing I'm a bit, bit I'm a bit slow today because uh, I I drank some beers last night for the first time in a very long time, and uh, I, I I'm done with it. I think I'm actually I think I'm actually done with drinking officially. It's weird, but uh, uh, I've been thinking about cutting back, but I. Cutting back helped tremendously, but now it feels as if I'm like just allergic to it because he- like headaches and migraines and shit are just inevitable right now when it comes to drinking, and it's bumming me out. So I might be a little bit slow today. My, my apologies. Yeah, I I did notice that a little bit, but I just kind of changed what I drink and how much of it I drink. Ah. So like I can do if I do a really high alcohol like double IPA. As long as I do that first, then mm. I haven't really had an issue. And also uh, mixing, um, if I'm going to drink hard liquor, mixing it with like a lot of soda water, mm-hmm. um, that helps a lot too. Because um, I get like these really bad dehydration headaches that are oh yeah, that are way worse than they should be. I did get one uh, last week that lasted like two and a half days. It was pretty bad. Um, and then I finally just, you know, drink a bunch of water and then um yeah just you know laid off of of the alcohol for a little bit and you know ate some salty food and then i was good to go well last night i i don't think i could have helped myself because we were having a great fun time at work at the brewery that i work at and uh in in town right now is a cannabis convention so the all everybody who's there was just super chill no aggro crap going on it was a it was a fun night, so I guess I let loose a little bit. 
and uh, had four beers. But uh, <laughs> pretty good, pretty good times. Uh, I definitely drank more than that editing the episode last night. <laughs> well, that's good. But no, it was, it was good. <laughs> yeah. And I um I lost my my vape pen. I'm not sure where it is, but it's probably good because I usually get way too stone while we're recording these things and then i just sure. like can't even talk by the end of it so i'm kind of well, glad i don't have it i could stay um you know awake and alert the entire episode and not you know fall into like a you know, a sea hole a cannabis hole um, sure. as, it, as it would be that's that's what i call it i've called it that for years by the way oh yeah yeah uh, uh, uh the original pronunciation being chole but you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> um no speaking about speaking of getting high uh the other night you know every once in a while i like to uh you know find a movie or something that maybe my mom and i m will uh want to watch go visit my parents hang out for a bit watch a movie have some fun this time we watched the third john wick yeah i said it and it's pirated but uh john wick no actually it's not pirated because by the time this is out it's probably gonna be on dvd <laughs> <laughs> um but this third John Wick movie, no, no spoilers or anything. I don't think it's necessarily the best one, but it's the most fun because they just, it, it seems as if they wrote this movie like, okay, now we need like a room that they fight in. Oh, cool. How about a, how about a gun store? Oh, perfect. So they shoot each other a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they accidentally crash into the second room. Well, huh? What's the second room? Oh, that's the knife store. Oh, cool. <laughs> what kind of, you know, how should we store these knives? Oh, I've got it glass cases wait are you telling me that we're gonna throw these guys through glass cases and have knives in the same scene oh get this every knife is gonna be thrown and not just knives we're gonna have hatchets in there as well wait a second now next you're gonna tell me that somebody's gonna bring out a broadsword <laughs> i was gonna say that because here we go okay well besides weapons what have you got a uh, horse <laughs> what horse okay horse yeah what's what's that Oh, uh, he rides a horse at some point. Well, what does he do? Katana. Oh, cool. But how does he get the horse? Oh, horse stables. Oh, wait a second. Are you telling me that he's going to walk in a horse stable, slap a horse on the butt, and uh, kick a guy in the head? Oh, yeah, that's going to happen like five times. <laughs> it just, they set this up. They just set up rooms, basically, to have shit get fucked. And it's so good. Uh and and when 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 two guys who are very good at throwing knives are throwing knives at each other and deflecting them with knives while getting stabbed, like getting them thrown into their chest at the same time, it's just fucking it's Looney Tunes. It's madness. It's fantastic. Highly, highly suggested for a good old time. And the whole time as we're watching this movie, uh, my mom is coming up with these one liners like I've never heard. And, and she's like, sorry, I had some chocolate. <laughs> I said, okay. because I, I bought her some some pot chocolate stuff and uh so she's saying things like every time there's somebody who looks slightly out of place my mom will just go oh john wick as if that person sees john wick and everybody knows who john wick is in the middle of the, de the desert him by himself oh john wick and for whatever reason at this the, the perfect moments in time oh it was a silly night anyway Great movie. Hey, check it out. That's what that, that that's a suggestion from me, Taylor. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching that. I I enjoyed the uh the other two quite they're fun. Quite a lot. 
and the yeah they they do they do references in this movie too of like you know some matrix references and they do like a really nice nod to good bad and the ugly at one point that's fucking really cool and i'm the only one in the room going like that's cool right nobody knows what i'm talking about so check it out you'll dig it yeah absolutely um what, what else you got for us oh i don't even know i've been uh well, as i said I'm, I'm a bit migrainey today a little bit hungover uh i I, I don't know what what what's been happening in the world recently. I'm not really sure. I've been I've been swamped with uh, for for a week or so. It was this really bad depression? So I was basically in my room all day long. But I got out of that, and now the mania kicks in, and now I'm doing a bunch of work at home, and then doing a bunch of work in the tap room. All this stuff is going on. And I feel like just the days are streaming by, but this is like the start to my weekend right now, and I feel like I'm starting off right by talking with a buddy of mine. Uh, but. Yeah. Uh, just been doing oh you know what how about this we love movies is that safe to say yes i i love uh would it also be safe to say that we love uh music yes that's also true okay uh and now now if you add a term of experimental to either music or movies or does that sound something that you'd be interested in absolutely that's what we do wow check this out i just started messing around with music for the first time in over a year and a half and it's completely experimental strange layering tracks i got this harmonica in c and i'm playing i'm improvising on one track right then i'm playing that back and during playback i'm playing along with it and i get some harmonies going and it turns into this 25 layers which i'm hoping to turn into about 100 layers of this tonal change like just back and forth this sort of weird glass rubbing sound this this harpy it's really weird i'm getting pretty excited about all this weird stuff that i've been doing because uh i've never tried getting weird with music like this in a very long time so how's that strike you fancy that sounds good i've been making some new music too i've um you you recently have been uh, had some gigs and the djing yes yeah i um yeah, I mean, I guess I could go ahead and plug that now. Anybody who's going to be in the uh, San Jose area, um, August 4th, I will be uh, playing a show in San Jose. And um, yeah, I mean, I could leave it open to people in the San Jose area. Just um, shoot me a message on um, on Instagram. Um, it's uh, Third Eye Shrined. It's my Instagram name, all one word. Um, shoot me a message if you're interested in going to the show and I'll give you the, uh, the address, uh, because I think, um, yeah, it's like an all day kind of festival party thing going on. And I think if you want to come to that, you should come. Um, I'm, yeah, we'd love to have you. I don't need the address though. I'm not going. Oh, okay. I mean, you do live in San Jose and. We're friends. I just. Uh... I'm out of town. I'm out of town on that uh, weekend. On that day. Okay. Well, I mean, one half of the podcast will be there, and um, yeah. But I, um, I'm doing mostly, uh, <laughs> mostly covers on that yeah. night. But I did come up with this like ridiculous uh, house music that I'm uh, looking forward to playing because it's, it's like stupid and funny and um, just like good house music um on top of all of that 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. It's the, uh, yeah, first new music I made that wasn't just like straight fucking around with sounds in a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, looking forward to playing that show. It's going to be, there's like 12 bands I think playing the whole day. So mm-hmm. it'll be, uh, it'll be a good time. I'm going to be there. Yeah, it starts at noon and then I'm playing at about like 10 or 11 PM. So yeah, it's going to be a, a day full of you know, awesome artists making music together. For sure. I, I, got, uh, I got one more question for you. Yeah, sure. Have you noticed how uh, the 90s the 90s have been back for a while in terms of style and art and a bunch of other stuff going on? Music? Mm-hmm. Very, uh, very en vogue, as you might say. Uh, I've realized that it's I, I was kind of pushing back on this before, but I've realized recently there's a lot of a lot of things that are being pre- produced, whether it just be like material goods or clothing or whatever it is, are targeting a, a certain group of people, a certain age that remember this sort of childlike fun. And so the, the, the types of colors that are being used that I've noticed in clothing and like I saw a, a designer line of like basketballs that just felt like old, uh, you know, kids school balls and stuff uh and uh i don't know where i'm going with this but uh isn't that cool yeah i i haven't really (laughs) sorry i haven't really noticed um noticed a whole lot of that but i also am like isolated in the woods so i don't really oh yeah well sure sure yeah i'm in the middle of nowhere so i'm kind of separated from all of that um i'm in the middle of a bustling city yeah, this, right next this, to a campus. This place is, um, I mean, not so much trapped in time, but definitely like you know, a few years back. Sure. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty weird. I feel like Marty McFly, but I went back in time like three years. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not that stuck. It's they're just, um, you know, a couple years behind. Huh. Except when it comes to like pop music all the mm-hmm. all the current jams are still playing there it's very weird to go from um well it's it's all regional so because i noticed uh when i first moved to portland i heard um the first bar i went to was playing um william devon's uh classic song uh be thankful for what you got and I was like, mm-hmm. this is rad. I love this song. And then I came to realize that every bar plays that every night in Portland. So <laughs> every place has their go-tos, just like some go-tos are different. Like bars in San Jose are always playing like uh, like Sublime. But, sure. you know, Portland's a little bit a little bit funkier than that. And then, you know. Well, when same... a bar starts playing Sublime, that's when I leave the bar. Yeah same same with this area there's um there's a little bit more country music than uh than san jose bars uh pretty good amount more than portland country is not really that big up there and um uh there's a lot of metal up here which is pretty rad because yeah sacramento has a just like pretty bustling metal scene uh when you look at you know the bands that came out of here there's some pretty pretty rad bands like deftones is from this area um well sacramento that's about an hour west of me but also you got like hella and terra Mellos and you know 
all those bands right around that area and it's yeah, trash um, talk yeah um so it's uh yeah it's pretty neat being in another place that has you know, a pretty thriving music scene yeah well yeah i mean uh yeah drummer from hella so what's that band that did the i will survive oh that's uh that's cake <laughs> gotcha <laughs> now he knows <laughs> well I'm, I'm glad that there's some uh a couple go- cool things happening there a couple yeah, cool things Ooh, that was spooky i'm so sorry if i scared you i did notice with that uh intro Ooh, too spooky uh but i did notice with that intro that i did um i referred to the song um i will survive in my mark five that is the president yeah. of the united states of america and not cake <laughs> you're insane yeah Let's get your facts straight, sir, please. Should, yeah, I'm glad we don't have this like, uh, you know, gigantic Twitter following where people are going to be mean to me online for getting things wrong yet. Um, it's kind of nice uh, just being able to be wrong and then I can, you know, spend the appropriate amount of time to, to correct myself. All right. So those of you in the future, this is me talking into the future, time traveling, if you will, through voice alone. Uh, if you are listening to this past the year of 2019 and you are realizing that this is oh, I, got, I had to start fresh and now on the on the, like a fifth episode here hey guess what uh start making fun of this guy go up on twitter huh if twitter's still around oh, no to go, no yeah, got him if we get him guys that's oh. gonna be good oh boy i can see it now uh guy totally forgets how to say uh words and and everybody's <laughs> fucking with you man ah dang well, I- I mean, you're on Twitter as well, too, so that I want to open up the door for uh, people to make fun of Taylor as well. Yeah, well, all right. Yeah, I don't think we've... I've been to the will of the man. Yeah, until uh, just a few minutes ago, I don't think either of us have plugged our uh, social medias, but I don't know. Give us a follow. Talk to us. It's cool. We're both both nice people. Hmm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's up to you. I mean, I'll uh, I'll plug mine. Um, but uh, yeah, Third Eye Shrined on everything. Uh, let's chat. Um, and then of course we got Inside Jerks Pod on Twitter and Inside Jerks on Instagram. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if you have any suggestions or anything topics for the show, um, or anything like, at all, yeah, or you like really dig something and. You know, can't wait to we, tell somebody. Yeah, and we we want to talk about it too. Maybe we can get you on the show. Um, give us a or yeah, and start just give us an email with the all caps and no punctuation. Just tell us how excited you are about anything that you're excited about. Don't worry about it. Just do it. Yeah, that's uh, inside jerks at gmail.com. Go for it. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> gotcha. Harmonica 101. Watch out for the high note. Um, what do you think? Is it time to get to the uh, the meat of the episode? All right. Well, uh, like liter- <laughs> literally the meat yeah. of the episode. Check this out. My favorite part of the meat. Here's a new character that I got. Right. Okay. okay check this out. All right. All right. My f- my favorite part of the meat isn't the best part. It's the gristle. That's my favorite part. Give me a little bit of fat, please. And make so, yeah. sure that it's throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, 
you know, just like that. Uh, th- uh. <laughs> so. So, yeah, um, we're going to be talking <laughs> about something very near and dear to my heart today. Um, that, we are man? talking about Throbbing Gristle. The uh, the um, the godmothers of industrial music. Nice. Uh, they first got started in 1976, and it was mostly uh, it's never supposed to be like a band. It was more of a performance art piece, and honestly, like pretty terrifying to audiences when it first came out. But um, but yeah, they are they're incredible. I mean, they've got several different albums. Um, mm-hmm. most notably, uh, 20 jazz funk greats and, uh, the third and final report are, um, two of my favorite ones. Uh, but this music is just extremely dark, um, at times, like just frightening to listen to talk about spooky. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. and their, their live shows were, um, you know, pretty insane too. Um, they are they are no longer together now, but um, they uh, they did kind of reform in another form. Um, at least the uh, the front person, uh, Genesis what P. Was George, that called? Um, ah. it's called Psychic TV. Mm-hmm. Um, most notably, their album Allegory and Self. Um, just a fantastic album. Much different stuff. It still has mm-hmm. like a little bit of that industrial feel to it, and the kind of like. Um, like swaying rhythms of that, but it was more of like a, um, like a, like classic rock revival kind of psychedelic rock sort of thing. Definitely more, uh, 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 accessible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Throbbing Gristle is, is very noisy. They actually have a, um, well, I, I've read that they are, you know, abrasive. Another word that starts with an A. Yes. Yeah. Aggressive, abrasive, um, yeah, and their intent was um, never antagonistic. Yeah, their intent was never That's to make A music. Word. It was, um, yeah, to make this uh, this like live performance, like just like a performance piece, like living art. Yeah, and it's um, you know it definitely falls in line with um, with a lot of what we uh, what we talk about on this show, especially um, yeah, like we were talking about with that. Uh, no, last episode, positive nihilism. It's positive just, nihilism, um, yeah. Let everything go. Don't worry about anything. Just chill. It's all good. Yeah, and Nothing it doesn't matters. Yeah, and not everything has to be like um like catchy as hell or even like you know, not everything has to be music even. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, noise is just as valid of a of a form of art of anything else. Um, I'm never I telling mean, you to listen to anything. It's like, I'm not forcing you to listen to anything that, uh, you know, I'm making or something. I'm just saying, this is my art right now. And it might be music, it might not be. But I don't care. I'm just doing what I want to do. Yeah, and that reminds me of, um, I listened to this uh, interview with David Lynch, and he referred to um, to Eraserhead as his uh, most spiritual film. And mm-hmm. the interviewer asked him, can you elaborate on that? And then he's like, no, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> And um, the way that he goes about doing film is he he put it as I I took words and feelings and then I translated it into film. Mm-hmm. And why would I try to translate that back into words for you to understand it? Like it's yeah, it's up to your own interpretation. I already put 
what I feel and translate it into this thing, why should I have to do it again to explain to you what you're watching on screen? And he went on to, um, to this example that, you know, someone goes and sees a film and then they, uh, they're not sure how to, how to talk about it. Yeah. They're like, I don't, I don't know what this was. I think I liked it, but I don't really know what I watched. And then they go and talk to someone else who's seen this movie. And mm -hmm. they said, it's about this, this, and this. And all of a sudden person one is like, it's not about that. Mm -hmm. And then they're starting to develop their own, like, you know, what they know what this movie wasn't. Therefore it does mean something. And I think that's a very good way about going out uh, about art. And I think, Throbbing Gristle does is a perfect example of that with um, just like this music is very, very haunting, but I, I feel great after listening to it. It's there's nothing. There's a, well, there's a really good creativity behind it. It's not like a, it's not like depressed black metal or something like that, where it's like, it's, it's inherently just like fucked up. It's more of just, a, these are the sounds that are created and you can, yeah, take this as what it is or, you, you know, you you can call it, foreboding and fucked up and whatever it is but to hey we're just making this this is what we want to do yeah yeah and, and the um, same thing with lynch like him saying uh i, I he, he has said this many many times but the idea of a movie he's he, he didn't want to make movies he wanted he he started out by thinking oh i want to make a painting that moves he said that that's such a crazy idea yeah that we try and do that and i think that's also what throbbing gristle does they have these sort of soundscapes uh, for lack of a better term that just kind of envelop you and, and really do a lot of good, good damage. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just nothing quite, quite feels like this. And I love, I love things that you can't, you don't really know what you're listening to exactly as far as, you know, what it means to you. You just have, yeah. you just feel from it and there's, no, it is a difficult thing to talk about. Like, even as I'm talking right now, it's like, I'm, I'm just saying words. I'm not really, mm -hmm. you know, translating anything that they've done, but yeah, it's a pretty like, you know, magical band in that way. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's difficult to even call them a band. Like I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. um, Collective. Yeah. And it just goes on. No, this is something that was like, you know, lived by the, uh, the front person, uh, Genesis P orage. Um, when, uh, when their wife, uh, got sick, uh, lady J, mm -hmm. uh, they went on to do multiple plastic surgeries to look like lady J and they kind of yeah. went through this thing together and just kind of met in the middle. And then when lady J passed away, uh, Genesis refers to themselves as we, mm -hmm. that, lady J lives within Genesis and they are, you know, one being now that they have just completely merged. And that's, that's you know, their, their life is part of the art now. And mm -hmm. it's just like, um, I don't know, like Genesis is definitely a hero of mine for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, something that I, you know, someone that I look up to deeply in like everything I do art wise and just, yeah, this like, you know, beaming thing of like, when I'm not, I'm not sure what I want to do with a certain track or if I'm editing video or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's just like this, um, 
you know, this glowing light of inspiration listening to this this band and it just um yeah, you can get whatever you want out of this music. It's they're they're fantastic. I love I love them so much. <laughs> and um not only on top of that, there is this a um it's a um like this kind of all inclusive, like worldwide uh, artistic collective that Genesis started called the uh, the Temple of Psychic Youth. And what are they all, all about? All you need to do, it's just about creativity, making what you want to make. Oh. Um, it's open to all creative people. And even if you're not, you know, doing art or anything like that, it's just a place to put your thoughts in like this, mm -hmm. you know, this like amorphous being of energy. And the only thing you need to do to join it is think about the temple of psychic youth on the 23rd of every month that's the only <laughs> the only thing that you know makes this thing that it is is cool you know just think about this thing on this day and that's that's it you know it goes a little deeper people have their rituals for it yeah. you can you know say a prayer if you want to but the most important thing is to just like have it in your mind on that day and you know I mean, push that energy out there. It, it works on all days too, not just the twenty third, but the twenty third is the uh, you know the most sacred day of the month. Yeah, according to them. Um, so yeah, that's all you have to do if you want to join. And you know, I've been doing this for like a couple years now, and it's definitely a way to um, to further yourself creatively. That like you know you're you know to feel part of something with like not you know, not ever meeting anybody else who's part of this thing. It's just, mm -hmm. it's only an idea and it only exists within your own head and the heads of, uh, is doing it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing that exists and doesn't exist and it's nothing and it's everything. I love that. The temple of psychic youth guys, the temple of psychic youth. Check that out. This seems, uh, this seems pretty neato as I'm taking a little look at this, I must say, James. Yeah, and um, yeah, and check out their music too. I mean, I mentioned those few albums, but say the majority of their music is very good if it's something that you like, and it goes anything from these extremely dark, uh, almost like screaming noise, extremely abrasive to these like beautiful arpeggiated synth lines like mm -hmm. it's and everything in between and um you know if the the noisier stuff isn't your thing check out psychic tv i mean that album allegory and self is a beautifully written album and it's um, and if you don't like yeah. either of them then that's totally fine at least that's, you tried something new that's also fine yeah and if you don't like joining in a worldwide artistic <laughs> cult you don't have to do that either <laughs> Yeah, a, a literal so, mental cult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think that's... Um, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up what I... Yeah, our, well, you know, our, our gristle. Sure. Well, but yeah, uh, check, check these people out. They're, they're awesome. The Wreckers of Civilization. Yes. A little treat every once in a while that I have is a nice uh, little glass bottle of Coke. I don't think there's anything better. I think it's nice and refreshing. 
you know, you got the real cane sugar. You're not got all this high fructose corn syrup. But I love that, like a soda in a glass bottle, right? And so the other day I was I, I saw a diner joint that I've never seen before. But it looked perfectly old school. And outside there were some kids drinking like a you know glass bottle of squirt. Somebody else had some Sprite or something. And and so I'm like, tight, I'm going to get myself a you know glass Coke. And, uh, and I go in and I'm waiting in line for a while. Uh, there are about five people in front of me or whatever. And it's taking a while. It's totally fine, though, because I don't, I don't care. I just want this Coke. You know, I'm, it's going to be worth it. I'm up there. And uh, I say, hey, I'll get a glass bottle of Coke when I finally get up to the register. And the register person, you know, what they say is, uh, oh, well, we only have Pepsi. Uh, is that okay? And I said, nope. And I left. Do they, is the Pepsi in glass bottles too? Mm-hmm. With uh, cane sugar? Mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't even know what ta- Pepsi tastes like. Mm, not good. I couldn't tell mm. you. Nah, not good. Hashtag Pepsi, please. No. Not good. Are you sure cola just isn't cola? Hey, man. All I know is there's nothing better than a refreshing Coca-Cola on a hot, blistery day. Have a little breeze come by, and that breeze is accentuated by uh, some nice fizzing bubbles and a little bit of a brown sugar sweetness. Coca-Cola. That's what I would like to drink. I've been doing um, at work, I don't really drink soda, but I've been doing um, just soda water with a splash of uh, lemonade in it. Oh, sure. Dude, just sparkling water in general is a fantastic thing. People don't, uh, I don't think people appreciate it enough. Yeah. Well, the people I mean, who should be drinking more water and who's drinking all these sodas, they're not drinking sparkling water. It's just like, hey, this is a perfect transition. Do it. Yeah, I've been drinking a pretty good amount of LaCroix, but um, I can't drink the t- tangerine flavored one anymore because there's this, uh, there's this, um, like kind of weird flavor to it where I could taste that it's extract that I don't mm-hmm. taste in their other flavors. Oh, and sure. I, just, I just know what tangerine extract tastes like. And all I can taste is like artificial extract. And I know all of their flavors are like that, but like, you know, it's rad. You don't Waterloo uh, from Texas. There's sparkling water that you can get at the old whole food, whatever. Speaking of Bezos, pretty good stuff. Yeah. Good flavor. Speaking of flavor, you like you like seafood? Sure. Well, I, I got this. I've been thinking about this. This has been on my mind. What's the deal with seafood, right? I mean, I'm in California. I'm next to the ocean. Why isn't it called ocean food? <laughs> uh, you know, that's, I'm, I'm, my, that's my question to you. I don't know. I mean, where's the nearest sea to us? The Salton Sea, which doesn't have any life in it whatsoever. Maybe some... Val Kilmer. Maybe some algae. What? (laughs) Algene, the the reviewer? (laughs) Movie reviewing? Wait, Nalgene bottles? What? Going full throttle? (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, hey, you, you know, you, someone one time I was like really high at stop and save. I was out of control. 
and I and I picked up a package of crazy glue, thinking it was chapstick. And they they say they say weed's not dangerous, but I've never seen better proof than my dumbass emotionally upset over the gloves and zip ties and the Jesus candles and tampon aisle because it's it's normally in the same aisle, all those things. And, and I'm high, and it's like what? So it's always uh, it's weird to go to places like that. I mean, I, I mean, I have sores in my feet from wearing special insoles that are supposed to help my feet. <laughs> you know, you're getting old when you start reminiscing about movies, but you're not reminiscing about the movies themselves, but the past streaming services that they were on. Hey, remember when this movie was on Netflix? Hey, remember when this one was on the other one? It's too much. It's too much these days. These kids in the streaming. What are we doing here anymore? <laughs> hey, I mean, you know all these in inventions, right? These inventions that people make. <laughs> people probably thought that they were crazy. I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the worst jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> you're telling me that you're just putting light through a piece of glass and then out the other side is a train coming at me? Excuse me. That sounds a lot like magic. And isn't that funny? That... The Magic Johnson Theater chain later came. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like Jim Carrey. It's like that, that, you know, back in the day when he used to love to rhyme. And he was working at a, a dry cleaners, right? Do you remember this? He, he was a dry cleaner guy. He loved rhyming things. And, and one, time, one day this woman brought in her pajamas. And this guy's like, all righty. Let's get this nighty nice and tidy. And then uh, two hours later, it was ready, and she picked it up. <laughs> Do you think it's uh, about time for two for two? Hey, why not? Uh, two for two! What do we got? Um, yeah, I could go first. Uh, first up, I... you got there? Um, I've got an album. Mm -hmm. Some... Heaven or Las Vegas by Cocktail Twins. I uh, love this album. It's good all the way through. Um, especially uh, the title track of the song. I just love listening to that while I'm driving. I um, mm -hmm. I always take the long way to work that like goes through all these all these trees like down a mountain, and um, you know I just I just really love that song. I love that band. I love that album. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. It's very good. There's a classic quality there. There's a, there's a bit of an age to it, but it, it doesn't become yeah. Uh, well, like what we were works. what you were talking about about things coming back from the '90s. I mean, album oh, was yeah. made in 1990, and I it's definitely reached like uh, resurgence, and it just seems that like yeah, right around the right around the time that I discovered it a couple years ago or so, it just um yeah it's been kind of exponentially um yeah more and more people are listening to it it's mm -hmm. it's good it's a good album check it out the uh, are getting hip again exactly what do you have first up well i'm gonna flip it you say music my first one's gonna be a movie uh recently claire denis released a film called high life and it has robert pattinson yes. as the main character in this um there's 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 so many things to be said about this movie, but 
uh, I don't want to give anything away. I, I, I saw this movie without knowing, you know, I saw maybe half the trailer and I turned it off knowing that I wanted to check this thing out. So the very first shot is, you know, immediately that you're on like a space station and it's Robert Pattinson and he has a baby on the space station and he's doing a, he's doing a lunar walk or not lunar walk. I'm sorry. Uh, some extra vehicular outside of the, the station. He's, he's fixing something. And he's talking with a baby over a microphone and stuff. And it's really weird. And, and from there, it just gets stranger and stranger. And it's that sort of, again, one of these sort of more quiet movies uh, akin to like Under the Skin, where it's just like things are really strange here. You start learning that there's, uh, they're out there. They're, they're, they're people who are um, in jail, I want to say, or, you know, some sort of uh, low on the totem pole socially. And, uh, they're being paid to be experimented on in a way. And so they're basically trying to have babies in space and that's all, you know, and it's just, Ooh, Mia goth. It's just a fantastic, yeah. uh, little cast of people in, in the end. I mean, any sort of sci-fi movie that has, uh, the set design, like walls that are like carpeted walls in a space station. The, the concept of that just feels so right to me for some reason. Uh, you know, it's very, very old school feeling while being really fresh and, and sparse and uh yeah and there's uh it, there's a lot of orange in it yeah yeah which is not a lot, not of, a orange, color. lot of red yeah and you don't see a whole lot of um orange on film like no no especially especially like, like this in, burnt orange the 70s sort of yeah and it's like entire rooms yeah it's very very interesting movie to look at yeah very well done another one of those things where it's like uh Will everybody like this? No, not at all. But uh, the everything technically technical about this movie is co- absolutely spot on. It's just completely new and different. It's so reminiscent of so many different things, but it never becomes derivative. Uh, so to feel like 2001 Space Odyssey and Blade Runner and Moon and Interstellar a little bit, you know, it's all this together. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it's uh, by uh, friends of the podcast, A24. So Oh, these guys. Yeah, these people are doing it right. Every single person is doing Absolutely. something right over there because A twenty four is doing fantastic. Yeah, it's like uh, like a record label for for movies. It's very interesting how they're able to to put that forth. Like movies that are you know a lot very different from each other, but all kind of have the same sort of feel, no matter what the genre is. Mm-hmm. It's same like same kind of look to it. Yeah, similar similar to how a record label would be run. You're like the sure. The sacred bones of film. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that idea. Yeah. So uh, my second one here is a uh, Japanese movie. Actually, um, haven't gotten a chance to see it. It's a little bit hard to find, um, but it's called uh, Anti-Porno. It's a mm. movie that takes place uh, essentially... Anti-porno. Essentially, the entire movie takes place within a studio apartment. A lot of tracking shots... And um, there's just, just uh, it's like almost entirely like kind of this like um, like the Crayola color macaroni and cheese, just like mm-hmm. kind of a weird goldenrod color. And um, there's uh, yeah, it surrounds this artist, and there's just these gorgeous shots from overhead where uh, where this artist is just being like pelted with uh with paint and i think it is kind of labeled as a as a pornographic movie but i think that's mm-hmm. the only way 
they can label things in Japan. I think that's more of like, uh, oh sure, you know how how ratings work over there more than anything exactly. else. Um, but it's yeah, basically this artist, um, you know, getting tortured by her own mind and her creative community around her, and it's mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is shot like single camera tracking shots too, and. It looks great. I'm gonna as soon as I can find it. Um, and if and if you can find it and you can link it to me, that would be awesome too. Um, I'll bring that out to the to the audience too. Um, but yeah, that's definitely top of my watch list. And uh, sure. yeah, that sounds interesting to you. Check it out as well. I uh, I've I've written it down. I would like to check it out because I'm always down for something new and something that I wouldn't expect to uh, you know come across. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple mini plugs just because I just read right now on the headline here. What's your uh, What's your other two for two though? Well, this this is I'm I'll get to it, James. Well, do, do that first. Do the plugs after. No, no, no. Yes, yes. I there is order to this show. We have no. to. But if I if, but hey, this can't. But uh, we need a third. We need a third because this can't be democratic. If I'm voting one way, you're voting another. Tie. Uh... Okay, what are you doing? Check this out. Something just got released on Spotify and Bandcamp and such. Patrice Russian. You might recall her, uh, you know, from uh, Send Me Forget Me Nots, the classic track that was then later sampled by Will Smith for that Men in Black theme song. Uh, there's this whole thing that was just released called Remind Me, and it's the classic Electra recordings, including all these 12-inch versions of songs and stuff. And it's just that perfect mixture of, like, like right on the edge. It's like 78 through 84 or something like that. So it's just as disco is kind of dying out, but you still have that swing in quality to it, along with some amazing, like, soul and R&B thrown in. And it turns into this sort of really nice sort of street boogie thing. And I thought it was a, it was a uh, compilation of, like, a bunch of different stuff. And then I realized, oh, it's all Patrice Russian, and they're all fucking fantastic songs. So uh, remind me, the classic Electra, Electra as in the recording company, with a K in there. Uh, yeah, remind me. The classic electric recordings. Patrice Russian. R-U-S-H-E-N. Fantastic. Just move music to groove to. Just walking to work. Whatever you're doing. Excellent. Good stuff. What else but, you got? Uh, well, I, I just read right now that, you know, the, speaking of uh, uh, Robert Pattinson, I don't know how I stumbled on my words right there. Speaking of Robert Pattinson, he's going to be Batman, right? Pretty cool yeah. stuff. I just read right now that the cinematographer for Rogue One is now going to be the uh, cinematographer for the new Batman with him in it. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, pretty neat. Yeah, I have no, um, I take no issue with that. I know um, a lot of people freak out anytime there's a new actor playing anything, but oh, um, I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm all for it. Hey, man, if Cronenberg wants to work with you, you got something going on. Yeah, absolutely. Cosmopolis. Yeah, very, uh, very, very weird movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Check, check that out too. Yeah, we're doing. Yeah, are we doing three for three this week? Check out Cosmopolis. <laughs> Super weird. It's um, it was filmed in like uh, it's from two thousand nine, but it um, it has the feel of like eighties Cronenberg, but it's all just like super HD, and it feels even weirder because of that. Because you think it should be this like weird grainy film, but it's um, you know takes Very place clean. in modern times. It's 
It's weird. <laughs> it's very. It's a very weird. It's a, it's a strange one that's out there. It's pretty solid stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, you know, just speaking of movies and stuff, there are two things here. One, I'm really hoping that this Once Upon a Time in Hollywood works out well. Uh, I'm going to be seeing that at a 70 millimeter presentation in San Francisco this next weekend. And I'm very excited about that. Awesome. And you might say, but Taylor, this was shot in 35 millimeter. Why would you want to see it in 70? Well... I don't know why they're releasing it in 70, but I got to say this 35 blown up to 70 might feel just grainy enough that it feels more like the time period. And I'm thinking that's going to be pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, but so, so thanks to my boy, Tony out there for, for finding that showing and getting those tickets. Um, so I'm hoping that it's better than uh, the hateful eight. I didn't care so much for that one. Uh, I, I feel like I had something bigger and more important to say, but I, I guess not. I, I will say this. Uh, rewatching a little bit of home movies and Tom Goes to the Mayor, just my my golden era of Adult Swim. Rewatching these things and they, they hold up way better than you'd expect, maybe. Uh, I'm having a grand old time right now, revisiting some of that every once in a while. Both can awesome. be available on the Adult Swim app that you can get on any of your smart television devices. Sweet. Yeah, and I guess that, um, yeah, that brings it to our plugs. Um, yeah. Speaking of Adult Swim, check out uh, Steve Yurko and um, Matthew J's podcast about Adult Swim called The Deep End. Mm-hmm. Um, check uh-huh. out our, our friends on Twitch, the uh, part of the Bug family. We got um, Ghoul's Night Out, Jack AM, and Live with Fartsler. Uh, buy some art from Skeleton Blood, as always. Okay, all the skeletons, um, ghouls. Yeah, this, this is this is a spooky show. Yeah, um, but yeah, check all that out. Go um, the uh, BugCon 2020 uh, Indiegogo is up now. Um, mm. We are huge supporters of that. I think uh, pretty much a lot of people who listen to this show are probably come from the, uh, from bug nation. So, uh, shout out to uh, bug nation as a whole. If you feel like going to uh bug con, check it out, buy some tickets. Uh, Taylor and I will both be there. It's happening next yeah. April. Um, hopefully we're going to be recording an episode of this show there. Um, but exactly. it's a lot Not of really, really, really cool people. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's um, at the Burbank Airport, so yeah. If you, you know, can I'd say we, we, we'll we'll do at least two episodes of something that that time period. That's what I say. Yeah, well, don't hold us to that, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I what I do say though is this: uh, if you if you're fans of the bug, uh, indie go go donate so that it's uh, <laughs> the cons <laughs> able to go on. Pokemon Go, go to on. Indiegogo. <laughs> oh, unfortunate that it's 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 called a, a bug con. Yeah, because I got conned out of everything there. They don't they con men and women. No, they're Did they're you? not con men. They're all very very nice people. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll be talking to you next week. Um, again, if you're in the San Jose area, uh, mm-hmm. hit me up on Instagram if you're interested in seeing some rad music. It's a, um, like an all-day show. It's like uh, you know, 10 or 11 hours of music, and 
you can watch it all for like five dollars so it's um it's gonna be a rad show hit me up Shrined on instagram um and uh yeah we look forward to um to meeting anybody that can make it out to that and um yeah we'll be talking to you next week i think that about wraps it up i think so too last thing i might plug is uh just again getting back in the business thing and you might be able to hear this if you go to taylordubose.bandcamp.com that's t-a-y-l-o-r-d-u-b-o-s-e dot bandcamp.com and you might hear one of these and a lot of other stuff too so careful when you're out there on the internet listening to music because if you hear one of these oh stay on that page because it's gonna be a wild ride of music experimentation Bye. Bye.